Hi everyone, it's me, Joe. Welcome to my podcast, Wannabe NYC. So you're probably like, um, okay, what is going on here, right? Because I haven't told anybody that I'm doing this, um, other than my husband, of course, i.e. my team. Um, he is the only one who has always kind of known about whatever adventure I put myself on and has encouraged it to the fullest. And so here I am. Um, I wanted to have this kind of outlet to be able to share more of the things that keep me up at night, you know, um, in reality, it's just, um, pop culture stuff, but you know what, to some of us, it matters to some of us, that is a hobby. And I know that I'm not the only one. Okay. Sometimes we use that to cope, to pass time, to focus on that so that we can step outside of whatever our box at home looks like and just breathe, breathe into this kind of world that most of us probably will only ever peer out of and never into truly. Um, and that's okay. So this podcast is going to be about all of the things that I'm obsessed with. Okay. And I honestly cannot pick a niche. Will I eventually do that? Maybe. But as of right now, I can't. Okay. I am a person who has three kids. I'm a mother and they are all under the ages of four. I am a wife. I am a dreamer. My dreams change. Okay. They, they, they are not timeless pieces that, that I collect. One day I, you know, want to be doing a podcast. The next day, maybe tomorrow I want to be a Viking. I, I don't know. That That's the kind of person that I am. And I have finally at almost 30 years old, accepted that. And I'm okay with that. So here we are. The reason why I chose the name Wannabe NYC is because two things that kind of resonated with me fully. Um, New York City many times has healed my soul and my spirit when I really needed it. Um, Unless you have visited, it is so hard to put into words the essence that you get when you're in New York. Um, It is a melting pot of people's dreams and languages and cultures and careers and all kinds of things. But you also have people that genuinely just live their everyday lives there. So it's just so beautiful. And I many times have found myself inspired by New York City. Um, Also, this last time that we came back from the city, my sister said to me, oh gosh, not you trying to make New York your entire personality. And you know what? Hater, I am. And I decided to make a podcast too. So I think I win. Um, So yeah, I think that um, it's just like the best place in the world. Definitely my top three. And um, honestly, I'm just here for good vibes only. I hope that this will help me be more consistent in 2022. It is something that I have always struggled with, consistency. Uh, Growing up, I didn't do any sports or anything like that. So to have some sort of discipline has been a challenge for most of my um, young adult life. And I'm optimistic that this podcast will help me uh, be brave and take that step to consistency and get, you know, badass results. So anyway, I can assure you of a few things you will hear on the podcast. You will definitely hear pop culture. You will hear strong opinions about really anything that I'm passionate about. Um, There will be some Latin mix in there. Um, I am a mother, so definitely motherhood bits. I have a daughter who just turned four, and I have identical twin sons who turned one in November. And I'm married. I've been married to my best friend for the last five years, and we have been on a crazy wild ride since. Um, We are small business owners. We are both entrepreneurs in our own way. And um, 
Yeah, I mean, there's so much to talk about. And I think that I'm not the only person who sometimes feels like, oh my goodness, like, is this it? But it's not. There is such a huge world out there. And life truly is what you make it. You know, just like Hannah Montana told us, you guys, life is what you make it. You have to make it good for you. Sometimes, you know, it is hard. It is hard. Circumstances and, um, what is it? My friend and I were talking about this. Oh my goodness, it's not coming to my mind. Um, opportunities and our surroundings sometimes might give us a pause button, right? But at any time, we can either decide to keep that pause button for the rest of our lives or just completely destroy it and hit play again. And I think that that's kind of where I'm at right now. You know, the last two years have been really challenging for me emotionally and spiritually. And I have been very open about that because I know that I can't be the only one who has struggled with, um, with those things. And so I hope that I can explore those topics. And, um, you know, another thing that I, I want to make clear is that I want to be my most authentic self. Um, most importantly, because there is absolutely nobody in this present room right now that I want to impress. Um, and believe it or not, there are very little people that I care about enough about to still want to impress um and or um I don't know I don't want to say be fake too because that's not true but I guess what I'm trying to say is in the last several years I have grown into my actual self and um I wish that I could go back in time like maybe 10 12 years and tell her tell Joe of 10 years ago like it's going to be okay. You don't have to put on the face. You don't have to fake being brave. It's going to turn out okay. And so um, if, if maybe that's what you needed to hear today. Just know that it's going to be okay. Whatever season that you might be um, in, you know, whether you're happy in that season or you're struggling in that season, it's going to be okay. It all works itself out eventually. So, um, wow, I think I said a whole lot in the first like five minutes so (laughs) hopefully you're not like oh my god wackadoo bye where I was going with that tangent is that I promise to very little edit um these podcasts one I am a new user to the software and so I'm not really like a thousand percent positive um as to what I'm doing but you know what we are living we're living we are thriving and we're gonna figure it out one mistake at a time I actually just heard a quote and it really resonated with me and it said um you have to be a disaster before you can be a master so I'm gonna be a disaster and I can't guarantee you that I will master the podcast situation um but I'm gonna do my best and I hope that you will cheer me on as I do that um also A minor disclaimer that I think I have to make is that I will not be talking about anything political or anything medical. Um, As far as the political stuff, it's not something that I necessarily enjoy talking about or reading about. Um, It kind of puts this dark cloud over me. I lost a friendship that was absolutely dear, dear to my heart during the last election and it wasn't because I voiced my opinion it was because she um, as she has the right to was very passionate about her chosen candidate and um, you know not being able to engage in her 
choice, I guess, made her feel like I didn't support her or I didn't necessarily stand by our faith. And, um, you know, she cut me off. And so because I'm not well versed in that and because I've lost a friendship that meant so much to me, I'd rather just, you know, leave that to the experts or at least leave it to those that think they're experts. So no shade. Okay, maybe a little shade, but it's fine. Um, Also, medical stuff. I grew up low income, and so we never really went to the doctor unless we were very, very sick. Um, And, you know, we just needed to get medicine, get seen, get well. Like, we're talking need a restoration in 24 to 48 hours, like, fast. And so now that I'm an adult and have um, health insurance, I kind of panic at any kind of routine screening um, because it's not something that I grew up going to. So again, because of that, medical things are very triggering for me. And so again, I'm not an expert. I, it, you know, I get sweaty. My armpits get sweaty. I get hot. And it's just, I, I promise you, you're not going to hear medical or political stuff. So if that makes you feel any better, and if that kind of, um, you know, floats your boat, then I am so glad because we can talk about everything and anything under the sun, except those two topics, which seem to really set people off. So that is my promise to you. So with all that said, let's just go ahead and get right into it. So here are some of the things that have been completely keeping me up at night for like no real actual reason. We have Belinda, who is a Latin pop star, and she was dating a regional, you know, international global sensation, Cristiano Dan, also a Mexican recording artist. And they kind of got into this, you know, bubble of love, and it was just so romantic, you know, in 2020 and 2021. And they were doing these like grand gestures as celebrities tend to do. Um, a little bit about Belinda, she has somewhat of a track record of not necessarily uh, being, you know, very kind to the men in her life. Um, Mostly, you know, the accusations uh, that surround her are, um, you know, economical. And um, she, throughout the years, you know, has had her fair share of suitors. And then you have Cristiano Dal, on the other hand, who is like Mexico's sweetheart, you know. Um, he is this uh, breakout star, sort of like Bieber, you know. He started posting on YouTube, and one thing led to another, and he's had hit after hit after hit. Um, and so it has been really cool, I think, um, not just for Mexico, but for all the other countries that, you know, enjoy his music to see his his rapid growth. And so they were both on The Voice Mexico, and that is how they met, and they started kind of pursuing their relationship one thing led to another and last year in May they got engaged and um, you know I think that he had a lot of um, people probably telling him to stay away but she is absolutely gorgeous she's beautiful and she's talented and I can definitely understand why men are so easily attracted to her Um, you know of course I'm sure she's a kind person as well and you know at the end of the day we don't really know everything that has happened in her past relationships however a lot of the things that were spoken about you know came with receipts so I think that the breakup that they just recently went through after this like whirlwind romance and engagement and everything. Oh, which by the way, I don't know if you guys saw this or not, but he gifted her a $3 million ring. It is said that he had already purchased the ring way before um, like 
anything about engagement rumors had been um, spoken out in social media world. And um, he had it flown in, right? So this diamond is, is flown in from like Shanghai or something into um, Spain, which is where she was shooting a Netflix show. And so um, he makes this like grand elaborate purchase and so now that they've broken up the question remains will she give him the ring back and I don't really want to go into the details as to why um you know they're alleging that she broke up because she did say that anybody who openly speaks um negatively or alleges or alludes however to anything that uh, may you know not be truthful she will be suing and you know what your girl's trying to come up she's not trying to get sued so google it for yourselves and let me know what you think but um anyway going back to the ring i think that i think that he really loved her and i want to say that he re- that she really loved him i think that they both are just in this kind of crazy world that none of us will really okay i take that back the majority of us will never really understand um you know what that kind of fame is like and you know the, the lifestyle that comes with it, especially when you're trying to be like a normal person. I mean, if you stop and think about it, it's already hard as it is to have like a regular loving relationship with your spouse because you have work and finances and kids and family and just, you know, everyday things that happen. But imagine when you're like this crazy, you know, rich and famous pop star and you're still trying to do all of the other regular quote unquote people things like that has to be really trippy you know um so I, I I don't know I don't I don't really know obviously because I'm not them nor am I in their circle but I think that with all that said if they truly really loved each other and she really loved him and you know the situation ended I say let's just give him the ring back and you know move on um you know, $3 million for a ring, that's a lot of money because it's not like he paid in Mexican pesos. He paid in U.S. dollars. Um, I think that I read somewhere that not even J-Lo has ever had a ring that was that expensive. So, I mean, I'm not trying to be, you know, because I love J-Lo, but Miss Girl has collected her fair share of rings. So, you know, at the end of the day, it is what it is. I truly do wish them both the best. Um, but if I really, really had to pick a side... You know, I mean, I'm all for girl power, but I really, really like Nodan. I think he is such a talented writer um, and and composer. And I mean, really, the talent is off the charts. So, okay, I'm going to say it. I'm team Nodan. And I'm so sorry if you're team Belinda. I mean, woohoo, good for you. So um, it, it, it is what it is. Anyway, moving on, let's talk about Miss Girl J-Lo, who is the star of the Marry Me movie, currently streaming on Peacock, and I think it's still in theaters. I'm not sure, but um, my husband and I watched it the other night. I think it was on Sunday night that we watched it, and I mean, honestly, if I'm just going to like really, you know, the first 20 minutes were so cringy. It was like the whole plot of the first 20 minutes, like, give me a break at least like try and pretend that this is something that could happen I mean I don't want to spoil it if you haven't seen it but just know that if you can make it past the first 20 minutes you probably will enjoy it let's rate it okay let's rate it I'm gonna go ahead and rate it like three out of five. Ooh, I don't know 
I think like 2.8 out of 5. Yeah, that, that that makes me feel better. 2.8 out of 5. So anyway, I, I guess I should have thought this through because I don't want to spoil it for you if you plan on watching it. And then like, I, you know, I tell you what it's about. Um, but OK, I can do this. I can give you a couple key points of things that I took away from the movie that aren't necessarily like plot giving. Maluma's character um, kind of made me cringe a little bit, you know, because I've seen a couple of his interviews and stuff, and I'm sure he's a wonderful guy and a great person, but I was thinking to myself, oh my gosh, why do I think, like, he did not have a hard time playing this character? Um, also, Owen Wilson was definitely born to play a math teacher. I don't care what you have to say, it's just, take me for my word. Um, and Sarah Silverman, oh my gosh, that girl is so funny um I know she's you know like a little controversial and stuff because some of the things that she says and you know the humor that she caters with but she is so funny she delivered every punchline perfectly exactly like she needed to also I loved the biracial couple thing um growing up it wasn't really something that I remember being very common um and if anything those people at my school were seen kind of like exotic a little bit you know and not really accepted by one race or the other fully but now um, my children included you know my children are also biracial my husband is Caucasian and, and I'm Mexican and so now seeing that more frequently on TV and movies and books and magazines it kind of gives me this warm feeling you know that um, it's going to be okay. Sometimes I do think about that. I think about what kind of world are my children going to live in because they'll never really be Caucasian and they'll never really be fully Mexican. And I just want to know that they'll be accepted. And so I'm happy that they're making more characters and um, including them in TV and film so that kids like my kids can feel that sense of belonging, which I think is so important, you know? Moving on. If you have seen my Instagram post, I know that you know. Okay, if you have seen my latest blog post, I know that you know. Arthur Reed, America's Aardvark, ended yesterday after 25 years on PBS. And Mark Brown, he is everybody's poopa. If you watched Arthur, Mark Brown is your poopa. And I know he's my poopa. And I am so happy that he let us see. Um, kind of a glimpse into what the future of all the characters was like. And, you know, he he fast forward in the show 20 years. And uh, again, oh my gosh, I really hope you've watched it, okay? Because I'm just going to have to tell you this. I, I can't contain the excitement. So Arthur becomes a published author. DW becomes a police officer, which I thought was so fitting because the entire show um, from the first episode to the last, she is Miss Bossy Pants. And honestly, DW was everybody's sister who can, you know, be a little much sometimes, which I think in this case, if my sister had, you know, the opportunity to be speaking into this mic, she would be saying that that's, that's me. I am DW. Um, and, uh, yeah, so it was so funny to see the way that they kind of like, you know, closed that for us. And, and she became an officer and she's, um, thriving with her, uh, ticket writing skills as you'll see in the last episode titled all grown up and i think it's now streaming on on the pbs kids app and so definitely check that out if you haven't and then as for the other characters um buster turned out to be a teacher binky became a weather person um is that even how you say it a weatherman that that's what it was my bad and um 
who else? Muffy Crosswire. She became a politician. And Francine became this really awesome, kind of like cool chick business person. Um, I got very like a hardcore feminist vibe from her character, the way that they um, had her dressed and, you know, the way that she was uh, talking out her lines and stuff. And so, oh my gosh, it was just, it was so great. Although we didn't see some of the characters like we didn't see what happened to Sue and we didn't see what happened uh with the brain um we didn't see what happened to LaDonna you know a lot of the characters that towards like the middle maybe like the end of the series um we didn't see what you know what happened to them and I don't know Prunella okay there's so many we need justice okay Poopa Mark Brown if you're listening to this we need justice for these characters we need to know what happened I read in the New York Times that Mark Brown was planning to launch a podcast um, that had to do with Arthur and the characters and a couple of other projects that he mentioned, including an Arthur movie, which you know that I'm going to be at, uh, Lord willing. And so, um, yeah, so Arthur's not really completely going away, but there definitely will not be any new episodes on PBS. So um, it was just such a great way to wrap up the show and all of the lessons. And it was so fun seeing their Instagram stories. You know, so many people that they um, posted about and and they were sharing like what Arthur means to me and how much I've loved Arthur and you know there's people in their late 20s people in their 30s with their own kids like myself you know saying like crying just saying how emotional um, this is for them you know and and it really really was so emotional and um, I had posted a TikTok that I later took down because I realized like (laughs) what the hell, Joe, Um, of me crying because when I woke up and I started scrolling my feed yesterday morning, I realized that it was the day that Arthur was um, ending and I was just so gutted. I was completely gutted. I don't know if it was because I had just woke up and I was still kind of like foggy brain and, you know, usually late at night or early in the morning is when my emotions and my hormones are just like raging. So maybe that kind of contributed to it, but I was definitely like whoa, I am deep in my feels about Arthur. And I thought it was a good idea to go on TikTok and post that. And while I appreciated all the love I got on my TikTok, I definitely took it down. Well, guys, with all that said, thank you so much for hanging out with me on my very first podcast. I hope that you enjoyed it. And if not, you know what? At least I kept you company. So you got to give me at least that. Go on and be great. And I will talk to you soon.